OTR training on demand and we'll start populating that um, more videos more stuff because it, at the end of the day we want to make you 1% better and I, I'm going to start it off like this Mark when you came up with the idea because you're the brainchild behind the firearm training notebook you know you know the initial idea then we kind of collab and get all this thing going um, when I got that book dude it is it's like crack cocaine I'm not gonna lie this thing there's something about this book more so than my regular notebook that, man, I want to get out there. I want to train. I, I want to make stuff happen. Um, I will tell you guys straight up. <laughs> so the other day I was out shooting a video, um, or I should say some videos. I had some content I had to grab for some other projects I'm working on. And of course I'm out there with the notebook. As you notice, I put a little rubber band on mine, just, you know, little retainer. Why you ask, Rick? I'll tell you why. So the viewers, you get a special privilege. Uh, my listeners, you just have to see. But in the back of mine, I've got my Warhog self-eval cards already in there, right? So it, this is part of the package for me. So that way I always know, hey, man, right in the back cover, boom, they're in there. So I know when this thing is going to the range, hey, if I want to just shoot a self-eval or, man, I forget my cards, I know they're in the book. But um. Here's a little funny story with the book. We basically built it. We designed it. We did everything else. And I'll show you guys straight up. Uh, God, this this is, you know, it's kind of embarrassing. But to <laughs> to the point, um, I was in a hurry, right? I was sitting there trying to talk to the camera, trying to write stuff down, and shot my Warhog selfie valve. And if you notice, man, I got all these chicken scratch hash marks, wrote wrong here, because I started writing down, right? I was in such a hurry. I had the pro timer on one side and I just started going down, not paying attention. Uh, I was doing so I didn't make mistakes. Um, but the point being is you can kind of see all that chicken scratch there. And that was my uh, initial Warhog self eval for a certain project that I was working on. You guys will find out here about shortly. Super excited about that. But the point being is uh, I will circle back out to the range. I will show you what proper looks like because that wasn't, you know, I should have had either the table, the tailgate um, as my platform and trying to ride on my leg, whatever I was trying to do. And then I'm just kind of jacking everything up. So I say all that guys, um, just to drive the point home of take the time when you're out there training, make sure you're annotating it and collecting this data. And, you know, Mark, we've talked about it um, before, and I think this highlights right into what we were talking about earlier, is we want to change law enforcement firearms training, bottom yeah. line, you know. And, you know, we've been chatting about this thing a lot. This book is, in our opinion, the tool for that. So not only is it an individual tool where, hey, I'm trying to make myself 1% better every single day or every training session, however you want to look at it. But now think about it. And, and Mark, you can elaborate from the law enforcement side, but if you're uh, in any type of leadership position out there, and I would say I would love to see this thing introduced at the academy level. Let's teach these kids right from the get-go how to properly train. 
So now when you open up your firearms block for BLET, hey man, they're getting their notebook so that they can actually start annotating some data in there. And then if you think about it, hey man, you issue out the books, you know, if you've already got um, guys out on the road, okay, give them a quick, here's a book, here's how it works, here's what we're looking to do. Man, think about it from a leadership perspective. Take interest in your people and just go spot check, say, hey man, roll call tomorrow, bring your books. And trust me, you'll tell, is that dude, you know, has he been putting the work in or are the pages all blank? You guys tuning in, uh, today's episode, we're going to entitle Stay Focused America. So here's the deal, guys. Um, there is a lot of lies, straight up, finger pointing, fear monging crap going on. And I don't really like to do a whole bunch of political uh, podcasts, but this is super important. We're about 50 some odd days away from the midterms. And I'm going to ask you guys, as fellow Americans, make sure you get out there and vote. Vote for someone who's going to represent you. Vote for someone who's concerned about our border security. Vote for somebody who actually cares about what the cost of eggs are, cost of groceries. How much is it costing us just to put some food on the table? Um, because all you're hearing from the other side is nothing but lies. So I guess I am now currently dubbed um, an extremist in the United States because again, they're going off the whole MAGA Republicans, which when you look at MAGA, all it stands for is make America great again. So slightly confused how, if you want to make this country great again, you're somehow, uh, considered an extremist or whatever else. So I'm going to try to go back and forth between the podcast camera, looking at IG guys. If you guys got any questions or anything, please tune in or uh, chime in, we'll send you guys, or, or uh, I'll kind of tune you in the best I can. Um, but really, my biggest thing for you guys is to look at what's important for you, what's important for your family, and stay focused on what it is. And again, Democrat, Republican, I, who cares, man? At the end of the day, it's the person you're voting for, are they going to represent you, or are they representing themselves? Are they looking to put money in their pocket or are they looking to actually take your concerns up there and do something about it? So I would just say, first and foremost, if you're not registered to vote, get out there and do it. Um, it to me, it's one of your patriotic civic duties as an American to get out there and vote. And I got it here in the state of North Carolina. They don't want to see my ID. You know, what? I still show it to them. We don't want to see it. No, just they're like, put it away. It's like. That's just my two things. You know, it's like, man, you got to have some type of ID to buy liquor. You got to have some type of ID to drive a car. But man, to go vote, nobody cares. So just seems a little odd to me. Um, I'm going to switch back over here to the IG. So for those of you just tuning in on the IG, um, you're actually live during a recording of Warhog Words of Wisdom. So appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, if you guys got any questions, shoot them to me. I'll try to answer them. Uh, that way, the you know, the viewers, listeners of the podcast also get a, a taste of that. If you guys aren't aware, do me a huge favor. Um, I guess after this live, or if you're driving, you know, wait till you get to a safe spot, hit that subscribe button. Um, make sure you leave us a rating review, all that stuff to beat this algorithm out there. Um, and Ricky's saying, should have an ID to vote. Yeah, dude, it, it's basic, right? Simple ID. I mean, how hard is that? But here's the thing, guys, we need your help. Uh, first and foremost, I will tell you this, super shadow banded by the IG. 
Um, it is what it is. You know, remind your friends, remind your family. Hey, if they're following me or anybody else, double check you're still following because I'm getting guys going, hey, man, can't find you, can't see you. I was subscribed. Now I'm not. Now I, you know, unfollowed, never unfollowed. So the problem is we've got all kinds of things going against us, right? So the media doesn't want to report the truth. All they're trying to do is instill fear. No different when we had the, the China virus going on. 